You're listening to the Holdcast with Jack Grimsey and Robert Lintott. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 96 of the Holtcast. I'm Jack Grimsey, and by the sound of it, you may think that I'm going it alone this time, but let me ensure you that's not the case. Robert is not with me, but that's okay because this is a short episode, and actually it's just an interview with the Chicago Lions AVFC Supporters Club chairman, Simon Leach. Simon shares some villa history from a personal perspective, talks about the direction the club is going, and gives a bit of background information about the fourth annual North American Villains Meetup. Without further ado... Here's my interview with Simon. Earlier you were talking about, you said that the 1994 FA Cup Final was in your top 10 for Villa matches, yeah. so obviously you've been to some good ones. Yeah, I mean, so the, the, the 94 and the 96 League Cup Finals were, were two of the, the better games that I, the, the, the more memorable games that I've been to live. Obviously games against like Inter Milan and Juventus at Villa Park. Uh, Barcelona in the uh, European Super Cup was another one of uh, the live games that have been to. But I mean, the one that eclipses it is one I unfortunately wasn't at was the European Cup final, right? I mean, even though I wasn't there, it's still one of those games that was like ne- I'm never going to forget. Right? Where Where were you during that game? At home, I was 13 years old, just turned 13 years old, and I was sat in the living room of my parents' house on my own, watching the game in front of the TV, yeah, while my grandmother was at the game. You're, you're, you're from Birmingham, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, I was born there. I was raised about 30 miles south of Birmingham, but I'm from Birmingham, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you obviously moved to Chicago for work. Yeah, two, in 2000. All right, yeah. So you moved to, moved to Chicago for work. Yeah. And how long did it take you to... To seek out other Villa fans and, or to try to get involved? So it's, that's a um, good question. So when I first came over here, I was married, I had kids, I was living out in the suburbs. I was listening to Villa games on the computer like uh, um, as much as I could. Um, but I really wasn't in, a, in an area where I could, could look for Villa fans. So my involvement with the Chicago Villains really started when I came back to Chicago after moving away. So I'd lived in Florida lived in Houston and then about four years ago I came back here lived in the city and that really gave me the opportunity to uh, seek out the Chicago Villains here and the catalyst was really when Villa announced that they were coming here to play Chicago Um, so I, I had recently moved back I'd moved back I think in October of 2011, someone like that. Um, maybe actually a little bit later than that. Uh, no, actually, it's two, January 2012, and Villa announced they were coming to Chicago in March of 2012. So I'm like, shit, Villa are coming here. What is it I can do to try and make this not only a great experience for me, but a good experience for the other Villa fans that are in the US? And so that technically became the first instance of the North American Villains meetup? Yeah, yeah, it, it was. Um, now, it wasn't the first instance of the Chicago Villains. There was Scott Barsky, who I know you, you're aware of, right? He had a Chicago Villains group here uh, for quite a few years before I did. Um, and he ran the, ran the club then. It was an official Lions club. They met at AJ Hudson's. Um, then life changes for him. He got uh, he was already married, but he had 
kids, he had twins, um, and that kind of took his time away from the Lions Club, and that so it kind of petered off a little bit um, for a couple of years, and then when I came back and Villa came here, I reached out to Scott and said, look, um, Villa are coming, what can we do collectively to, to make this a memorable occasion? And then from that, I said to Scott, I said, look, I understand your family position, do you mind if I now take over chairmanship of the, of the club? So, so that happened in 2012. Yeah, because a lot of people were coming to Chicago anyways and knew like the tour was Philadelphia, Chicago, and Portland. So Correct. I think Chicago, pretty central site, yeah. for, especially because so many different events. Like I, I ran into people at Petco Park uh, at the baseball game the night before that yeah. I, I didn't even know I was right. going to see there. And so so going going back, so 2012, the Villa meetup here, there was, there was more than 100 people here. The, yeah. But in terms of our activities at the Halstead Harp, we probably had in excess of 100, maybe 125 people, because we had two buses that were, were fully loaded with people and, and others who just couldn't get on the bus because they were too late booking it. Uh, but there was probably maybe 200, 300 Villa fans at the game. And then the following year, we did the meetup here. The meetup in Chicago probably had, again, 80 to maybe 100 people here. Uh, Thunder Bay was maybe 30, 40 at the tops, and then San Diego, again, 80 to 100 people. So, kind of the chronological order of things. 2012, the Villa game. Uh, 2013, Chicago. 2014, Thunder Bay. 2015, San Diego. And then 2016, here. Obviously, being the, the chairman of the Chicago Lions, you do a lot of work, like, helping all these people who are coming in for the meetup organize a place to stay and just finding other things but it also comes with some perks and you got to present Brad Guzan with the player of the season award a couple of years ago what, yeah. after 2012-13 yeah so um, when was that that was uh, yeah 2012 2013 um, I was invited to participate in the uh, um, actually no sorry let me go back a step um, I was contacted by the club and they told me that I was going to win an award at the Lions Club Awards and I believe at the time it was um, a contribution award something that uh, as a recognition of what we did when Villa came here to Chicago and so they wanted me to actually uh, accept the award um, as part of uh, like a, they wanted me to do a video message accepting the award and I basically said, no, there's no way I'm doing that. If I'm going to have an award from Villa, I'm coming over to collect it. So I went over to Villa Park, and um, while I was over there, they invited me to participate in the um, Players' Award ceremony, um, just as, a, as an attendee uh, at that point. So I had to buy a tuxedo, black tie and everything, and uh, turned up at the Players' Award ceremony and it transpired that they had pre-arranged for me to present Brad Guzan with the Players Award for that year. Um, primarily because of the link between Brad coming from Chicago and me running the Chicago Lions here. So yeah, that's, that's what uh, really drove that. Yeah, and, and like you were saying, obviously you were receiving the award because the Chicago Lions have been fairly successful. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, how, how, have you, how would you say you found success um, recruiting or introducing new people to Villa, not necessarily recruiting, but you know, there's there's people that will just show up sometimes, and we don't know them, but they'll be in a Villa shirt, and right, you know. So, so there's something that I mean, I, I'm I'm a little bit of a uh, uh, a stalker, if you like. Um, 
I'll go out into social media, whether it be on Twitter, which is a little bit easier to do a search on, or, or Facebook. And if I see anybody who acknowledges the fact that they support Villa and they acknowledge the fact that they're in North America, not just Chicago, um, I will contact them directly and I'll ask them whether they're aligned with the Lions Club. And if they're not, and they're not aware of the 30 or so Lions Clubs that we have now in North America, I will point them in the direction of the chairman of, of that Lions Club. Um, so um, when, I, when I started this off as the, the Chicago Lions chairman, I think there was maybe 18, possibly 20 maximum Lions Clubs in Chicago, in the US and North America. Um, now we have over 30, I think it's 32 or 33 Lions Clubs here. And part of that is due to the fact that I've tried to encourage friends, encourage other Villa fans who are in some of the major cities in, in North America America to set up the Lions Clubs and an example being San Diego which we went to last year they didn't exist as an official Lions Club a few years ago but Simon Tissington who became a very good friend of mine I encouraged him to set up the group over there and, and now they've gone from strength to strength and it's been a similar story and many other different groups across North America so. yeah I know there's a chapter in San Diego and then another one in LA and then AVFC California which is like Northern California like San yes yeah, San Francisco is really the area that Rick covers but he Rick is funny you should mention Rick Rick is one of the longest serving Lions Club members in North America and the, the group that he had there was originally set up as the California Lions, but like you say, focus really around the San, uh, San Francisco area. But Rick is one of the stalwarts of the, uh, the Lions Club networks in uh, North America. Yeah, and like, uh, I mean, I remember seeing the flag from the, the guys in Arizona as well. And yeah, yeah, we have uh, Bill who's out in uh, Arizona, again, uh, another good friend of mine, uh, uh, one of the, one of the, 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 those guys that have emigrated here from the UK, a good Brummy guy, um, and yeah, the Arizona guys are also a very strong uh, network here in, in, the, net, in this, uh, the Lions Club group as well. What's it like to go back to, to Villa Park? Oh, it's, I mean, w with all sincerity, it's the one thing that I truly miss about the UK is, is going back to Villa Park. Just the whole build up to the game, being in the pub with a bunch of Villa fans, a bunch of friends that I know, drinking beer before the game, and then the walk from the pub to Villa Park and getting into that stadium. I mean, the stadium itself, it's not the biggest in the UK, but it has so much history behind it. Um, and, and feeling the build-up to the game is just unbelievable there. It doesn't matter whether we're playing uh, Bournemouth or we're playing Manchester United or even a local derby against Birmingham City. You just get that, that sense of like history in there, that sense of belonging. It's like, it's, it's like a big family and it's um, something that I truly miss about being in the UK. It was. So this year will be the fourth annual meetup of yeah. North America Villains. And it's going to be, what, the, the second last weekend in September, almost at the end of September, the 23rd and 24th? Correct, and yeah. It's going to be based here. Uh, I mean, I'm talking to you today from the Globe Pub on uh, Irving Park Road at 1934, Irving Park Road. That's where the 
the meetup is going to be based. Uh, we're going to have a number of activities for the Villa fans, uh, starting with uh, just a general meet and greet, if you like, on the Friday afternoon, um, followed through by a game against the Globe Pub, uh, so a full 11 aside game, co-ed game, boys and girls all welcome to join. Yeah, well, uh, on Friday night. On Friday night, yeah. We're going to uh, get together and, and play a game against the Globe and hopefully avenge the loss that we had last time we played against them. Uh, so that'll be a fun activity and uh, um, something for us all to, to, to look forward to. And then yeah, we, we got lucky, I think, with the match time. It's 11.30 local against Newcastle even on, right. on the Saturday. So. Right, so I was going to say that, yeah. I mean, we can have a very late night on Friday night and still have uh, plenty of time to, to sleep and recover for the following day. And as you say, it's one of the biggest games of the season for Villa next year. Um, Newcastle, obviously, one of those teams that were relegated as well and one of the the bigger teams in the championship so it should be fun here at the globe uh, and we'll be inviting the newcastle fans along uh, to join us as well so that should be fun yeah i saw them of course last december and it went to went to their pub but we're back at the globe yeah and although they're, they're quiet and they don't sing quite as much as us i'm sure um that they'll enjoy the atmosphere that we'll, we'll uh, provide for them maybe they'll rise to the occasion <laughs> maybe maybe this year yeah we we can hope so <laughs> And then um, on uh, Saturday evening, uh, well, Saturday afternoon, we plan to have a, a tournament, PlayStation uh, FIFA tournament. Um, it will be uh, part of our charity um, activities. We'll be asking people for a donation to play in the tournament, and there'll be a cash prize for the winners and the runners-up, and uh, any money that we raise as a result of that. And the raffle that we'll also be holding uh, will be going towards uh, uh, donations towards uh, the Acorns charity, the Children's Hospice in the in the UK, and possibly also or still still within uh, uh, debate at the moment between the chairman in North America. But we may also um, offer some money to the uh, local charities in Chicago as well. So. And then in the evening, this is uh, kind of an exclusive for your podcast today. Um, we are uh, planning to have a live band playing, and uh, uh, the plan is that they will be playing some uh, very familiar songs for the Aston Villa supporters, so hopefully we'll generate some atmosphere late into the evening as well. Yeah, and um, that raffle, I know some of the things last year, what, we had signed boots from Guzan, or signed shirt from Guzan? Or, and... uh, yeah, I think it was the signed boots from Guzan last year, and we had a... Um, a a, a signed shirt from um, Juan Pablo Angel. Yeah. Uh, this year um, we have some some signed shirts as well. We have uh, certainly an Ian Taylor signed shirt that I'm aware of, and um, there's one other. It may be a Sean. Not, uh, I forget which one it is now, but um, definitely we're, we're building the the prize pot for the. Uh, for the raffle and uh, we'll continue to build that over the coming weeks. Yeah, some stuff that uh, Chicago Red Stars donated to the NWSL team and also uh, a Gareth Bale signed football. So That's it, yeah, Gareth Bale, yeah. Mm -hmm, so. No Villa ties, but... No. <laughs> oh, I mean, Tim Sherwood claimed that he made Bale into the play. <laughs> yeah. And I'm sure Gareth Bale would have wanted to be a Villa fan if, if he had a choice. A Villa player, should I say, if he had a choice. But um, yeah, but that's a nice prize for somebody to have too. Thanks again to Chicago Lions chairman Simon Leach. You can reach him on Facebook, contact him on Twitter at ChicagoVillains, or send an email to avfcusa1000 at gmail.com. I hope you enjoyed the interview, and I also hope you can join us for the meetup next month in Chicago. Again, the dates are September 22nd through the 24th. Remember that we always want to hear your suggestions and feedback, so make sure to leave us a review 
tweet us, leave a comment on the site, or on Facebook. Until next time, for 7500toholt.com, I'm Jack Grimsey.